0: Gentlemen, this
1: is your captain speaking. 9-1-1. Check 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 one one. Check. Fuck yeah! Get ready for this shit. <laughs> we need a be ball beat ball
0: What's up, brother? What's up, brother? What the fuck you doing? Uh,
1: you know, just fucking hanging out, man. This week was fucking nuts.
0: I mean, you've been gone all week. I mean, I sort of what? missed you, I sort of didn't. Wow, but buck. now you're here. <laughs> <laughs> sort of did, sort of didn't. Yeah.
1: Potato, potato.
0: Yeah, but you were sick the fucking beginning of the week. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure I had the fucking vid. I'm pretty sure I had it. I should have called. Our friend to have give give me a test and see if I did, but he would have. I seen him last night. It's over now. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad you're better.
0: I'm better. I'm feeling
1: better, dude. No bullshit. Stepped on the scale today. Guess what I weighed? Two o two. Fuck, fatty. One eighty nine, bro. One eight nine. Yeah, one eighty nine. Down from two two five. The wife's like, "You need to stop." And I was like, "What?" And she goes, "You're getting too skinny."
0: You don't look bad, dude. You don't look bad at all. No. I'm looking good. I don't see anything wrong with that.
1: No, but I am getting tiny. It's like whenever I go to the gym, I get the fucking gym bug. It's like a fucking cokehead on coke.
0: You're going, you're going angry. to the gym or you're just No, dieting? I'm
1: not. Like I, I feel like with the keto thing that I'm doing or the low carb, right? I went from 225 to 189 in like two and a half months.
0: Yeah. I've, been, I've been 180 pounds for 20 years.
1: And the wife's like, you need to stop. Like, you're getting too sick. And I've had other people like, I shit you not. I took pictures. So, a buddy, buddy of mine came in. You you know. Came in town. We were in Woodward hanging out. Right. At, at the bar. And I took a picture. And I was wearing a shirt I just bought from Panama City Beach because we were there. And it's a large. And I swear I looked like a chemo patient. I looked really bad. I looked sick.
0: You, sent me, a, you sent me a text.
1: I looked bad, dude. I looked sick in that shirt.
0: Why do you look sick? Because I, mean, you sent me I was a swimming in it. You sent me. A, I mean, I swim in every fucking shirt I wear. No,
1: I like. I don't know. I so, look really. So you're saying I, look I really
0: naturally good. look like a chemo patient? Is no, that no, what I didn't you're say fucking that. telling me? Maybe. You fucking dick bag. I mean, maybe. I can't help it. No, I can't either. I only grew in one place. <laughs> was it your brain? <laughs> yeah. Or your ass? It was my brain.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah! Here we are. Well, cheers again. to that. Here's Here another. Here's another for you, fucking people out there. I love you guys.
1: Fucking love you guys out there. So check this out. Work's been crazy this week, right? Right. I'm telling you, I've been busting ass, getting shit done. But you know what I was doing on my downtime at work? There's no telling. I was watching YouTube videos. Of Elon Musk.
0: You see, I don't. And his I, interviews. I don't know why that. I mean, I've listened to him on, on Rogan's show, but past that, I have not followed Elon at all. And you've yeah. been following him. I, I count on you to bring my Elon news. Oh, I do. I follow
1: Elon like it's it, literally like it's the last ditch effort of Earth. I follow him. And so, but I wasn't following him in this light where I was watching a lot of his interviews that he did with people and his, all of his interviews are the exact same. What do you mean? Damn near. What are you talking about? They, they always ask the same questions. Oh yeah. Right. And his answers are always the same. So it's like to me, when you're talking to a, just a flat out genius, I mean the, what the guy has accomplished. So a lot of people may not know literally spacex was one launch away they he only so when he bought paypal or when he created paypal it wasn't paypal it was x.com or whatever whatever the hell it was and then there was a guy that created one as well and they went in business and they created paypal well you can watch his interviews and stuff where they talk about wanting him out of the thing or whatever and push him out well he ended up selling it for 180 million dollars yep he took all of that money and put it in SpaceX, and he put it into Tesla. Tesla, yeah. And he said that there was a, t- he, he gave a 10% chance that they would succeed.
0: 10% I'm sh- chance. I'm sure he did. I'm
1: sure he did. And he only budgeted for three launches for SpaceX. Right. Three. And the first three fucking failed. They crashed and burned. He had enough parts and enough things. Like, I'm talking like bottom of the barrel scraped the fourth one together and fucking landed it. And now look where the fucking guy is today. Yeah, no In sure. 2021, right? October of 2021. Look where he's at now. Yeah, he he's just. He just got done with inspira- with just the Inspiration Launch where he took the first four civilians to space. Not to the space station, but past the Karma line. And once they went past there, I mean, they they were in orbit for like two. I think it was like two, three days. For civilians, we're not talking about. They, were, they didn't. They didn't do the conflict.
0: Bezos thing and fly up and dump Come ship back two minutes later. No. Dump ship and parachute down. No, that's fucking. They were cool there for like three days.
1: Two or three days.
0: Why weren't we there?
1: I fucking love to be there, dude. Yeah, Elon, if you're listening to this, I will go to Mars. If you have a seat available for me, I am fucking there.
0: Have you ever seen the movie, the original Total Recall? Yes. Yeah, get your ass to Mars. Yeah, Yeah. fuck yeah,
1: I love that. Yeah, and and Elon says in a lot of his interviews too, like he wants to die on Mars.
0: And the guy, and the guy's telling the truth. He's a fucking genius, dude. He's just he's so far out there. I mean, you listen to interviews about him. I mean, you're, you're talking about all these. Probably singular interviews. I've heard him on Rogan's show twice. I mean, and Joe's just good at getting it out of him. Or I mean, he caught a lot of flack from the first one when he got when he was Uh when he was smoking the J and having a good time. But, But the interesting thing that I that I picked up, other than just the, I mean, you just tell the guy thinks on a different level from the rest of us. Dude, he's on a different plane. There's no doubt that he does. But I mean. Joe is talking to him about the ideas in his head, and and uh Elon specifically says you don't you don't want this.
1: Yeah, and he says that in all of his interviews. You don't want because
0: a lot of people are like, like
1: like some of them that I heard. He's like he says it a lot. You don't want you you don't want to be in this mind. It it's like constant nuclear explosions going off all right. day every day with all ideas day, every that day. he has. And I have a lot of ideas, too. I mean, I've, I came to you with the podcast idea. I sure. came to, I, I, I have ideas every day. I had three of them today. <clears throat> right? right? I have ideas all the time. I, they're not exploding like Elon
0: well, but, in his
1: mind, but the guy is a genius.
0: I mean, you God, say that, so crazy. I mean, you say that, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they are. I but mean, maybe I can control it a little better? No. No? No, I don't think it's that at all. I I don't think that he has a choice of where it goes. I think it, I think it's just it's all over the place. And every now and then he'll focus in on one and he'll build a billion dollar fucking company out of it. Yeah, I mean that's, that's fucking crazy. That's what happens. Yeah,
1: that and Tesla. I mean, it was he was saying that they they were hemorrhaging money. He was literally out of all the he took all 180 million dollars of his money and invested in these companies yeah and was literally like he told his friends that he would not let them he would not let them invest in his companies cuz he was like I give these companies a 10% chance to succeed so a lot of people out there that if you if you're an entrepreneur or you want to be you need to model yourself off of Elon Musk I
0: mean it's, I, it's, I just think you do it's personally. very it's very it's it's called putting all your fucking cards on the table, right? Absolutely. Put them all on the table right now. Double down. I'm all in. See what fucking happens. I mean, and and ten percent, ten percent is not fucking good odds. No, I I mean maybe he was just saying ten percent. Maybe. But the way the way that a brain like that works is calculations. Over, uh, I mean, you're statistically planning out what's going to happen. Yeah. Risk versus reward, this or that. Just fucking put your nuts on the table and go, you know? That's what he did. That's what he did.
1: And it's crazy. Like, and a lot of people will sit and talk and ask him, like, they'll ask, how's it to work with Elon? He'll fire people. Like, if you're not, if you don't have a contribution to the company, you're gone. Yeah. You didn't give a shit. Yeah. And that's the way you have to be. Like I was telling you just a little bit ago on right. air, you know, business is a cutthroat industry. I mean, look at Ray Kroc, look at Facebook, right? McDonald's Facebook. I mean, it's cutthroat. But watching those interviews with them gave me a, a, a better sense of how life could, life should work, right? Like, life I mean, we're work. in the freest country in the world. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, y- you could get on the political side and say, "Well, okay." You know, you Ultimately, know. we are though.
0: Ultimately, we are. I mean, we we have the freedom to sit here and say whatever the fuck we want. I mean, whether kind of. I mean, it's a little different in the past few years, yeah. than the way that it has been for a long time. I mean, that I, I mean the the huge platforms are are uh, censoring people. I mean yeah. they just are it is what it is. you know you, we've got this swing back and forth, but ultimately, yes, we live in a country that we should be able to say, whatever the fuck we want, do whatever we fuck we want, as long as it's within the bounds of the law, yeah, and I mean you're not uh, you're not doing anything unsafe or unethical. I mean that's that's how lawyers operate, unsafe or uneth- illegal or unethical, and I mean we just roll on I mean it's fantastic. That a guy, well, like, like Elon, for example. I mean, I I don't know anything about him until he created and sold PayPal or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, it was PayPal. It was called like X dot com at first, but then it, it then they he merged with a guy and they they created PayPal. But yeah, I didn't know anything about him
0: either. I mean, you you think about a guy like like Bezos, the richest fucking guy ever. I yeah. mean. In wealth that we know about. That guy started from nothing. He started on a piece of paper. I
1: think it was in a bar,
0: nothing. wasn't it? Nothing, yeah. <clears throat> on an a napkin, and wrote his napkin. business plan and selling books. And selling now we got books. Amazon. Selling books with and his company and just, just rolling on. And and fuck that
1: guy. It's crazy because Amazon's just, probably distributing some of this content that we talk about. Over the interwebs.
0: Everything in this room, besides this table, was bought from Amazon. Was bought from Amazon. (laughs) 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 My point
1: exactly. So I got a guy that I work with that's totally against Amazon. He's not. He buys stuff from Amazon, but he doesn't like the way, I guess, that they treat their employees. And I never looked that deep into it, right? Like, I don't know. It sounds
0: bad. The news stories sound bad. But
1: news sounds bad about everything.
0: You you want to talk about misfair treatment of employees? Have has your fucking white ass ever worked in the oil field?
1: Oh no, shit, fuck. Yes, it has.
0: Yes, my it white has. ass. Has. I know it has. <laughs> you are twenty four seven. I don't give a fuck. Fuck your problems. You're here to work. Are you fucking kick rocks?
1: Oh yeah, you will kick rocks hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent. So, I mean, an employee working twelve hours a day at a shift. Now, the the backside of that, from the things that you hear, is like, well, oh, they can't take lunch breaks or they can't take bathroom breaks. That's fucking bullshit. They can go take a shit if they need to go and take a go shit. And they go eat. And they can go eat if they want to go eat. I mean, there's, there's. Truly a corporate structure set up there to give people what they want. It's, it's the, it's the me too. My problem. I deserve more fucking deal. And I, I mean, and I don't, I don't get that. I mean, I, I literally have worked 24 seven for nine days in a row. once.
1: Mine was seven and a half, like eight days. Yeah. I was gone. I didn't even come home. I didn't leave location. I didn't go anywhere. You legit. I slept in truck. Yep. For the first four days that we were there, we we're on a drilling rig and we we're backing off. They, they, they got stuck. Sure. And we we're having to do it back off. I was shit. You not. like three, four days in, we're sleeping in a crew cab pickup truck. Of course. With four or five of us in there. Yeah. And a shit ton of stuff in the truck. These trucks aren't clean. Let me tell you. They're trashed and you the know fuck them. out. You know that. They're These trashed, tra- they're the trashed out, out because that's all you're doing is working. So there's a lot of food. There's guys that need to change clothes every day. Mm. And you didn't change clothes. Like I probably no. wore the exact same for five days until I got oil all over me or I was just like, yeah, I need to go change until my drawers.
0: Until you absolutely You changed your drawers, though. To. I did change
1: my drawers every day. I every brought day? that. Oh, dude, I, I would bring like seven or eight pairs of underwear when I left. When I was going with Casey and those guys yeah. out there to do, like, whenever we went on pipe jobs, I brought extra clothes. I learned the first time I went out with those guys, you don't know when you're coming home. Now, if you're, if you're working like, you know, I was doing wireline. So, if you're working a frack job, you know when you're leaving. You know that you're working either a 12 or a 24. I worked a lot of 24s, and then you'd go home for 24, and you'd come back for twenty-four right but by the time you got home you had about 6 hours of sleep cuz you weren't sure. hanging out with your family. Sure. so you got about 6 hours maybe of sleep and you're back out there for 24 but the first time I went out I was gone for 3 days and it was hot as shit it was the middle of the fucking summer yep. here in Oklahoma I yep. think we we're actually in Texas and it sucked i mean i had swamp ass so fucking bad like i wanted to ch- i wanted to take a shower you don't take a shower and work over rig. There ain't nothing there.
0: There ain't nothing. There ain't there, shit bro. out
1: there. Nothing. There's a fucking Johnny on the pisser that's maybe been cleaned once in the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least in the last seven days. Twenty-seven <laughs> days. Okay, I'll give him a month. That shit was Some, so fucking gross, dude. I mean, goodness. you go out on on a frac. So I mean, we what we did, we we were completion. We we fracked. Yeah, we we did that. I mean, and and you go out there and it's... The nastiest fucking shit I've ever seen is an overflowing shitter.
1: Oh, I, oh, where are you going to, I, I'll shit outside.
0: Some motherfucker keeps shitting on that pile. I don't understand (laughs) who fucking, who is fucking making it taller. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know,
1: in the oil field though, it's a, it's a competition. Who's going to be the last one to shit on the pile? Not me. No' I'll mean, shit outside. No, I'll
0: go. I mean, I'll go shit behind a tree somewhere. Fuck fuck that. I'm not holding up over a fucking toilet seat to shit. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not having, doing it. But there's been some, uh,
1: literally, there were some drilling rigs that I went out on or even some frack jobs I went out on that the toilets were cleaner in some people's houses.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen that before, too. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong. They weren't all like that. Yeah, they're not all like that. But you'll get them. You'll get them. You walk and you in, don't get to leave. Fresh fresh morning. You've been up all fucking night working. So man, I need a shit. You walk in that son of a bitch, and the goddamn shit pile is taller than the place you sit down. <laughs> Fuck this. And... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I bet I, I bet somebody in the world's like, man, I want to be a fly on the wall and see how that guy got that top fucking I mean, turd who, on. There. Who keeps who
0: keeps piling the fucking ice cream on top of the goddamn cone? This is bullshit, man. At, at some point you got to stop. Some point you got to stop. Dude,
1: it's it's nuts, man. And the oil field was great, dude. When the oil fields up, and so I was just talking to my boss uh, the other day, and they're talking about how oil. Like, you know, the oil field, they're like, what is it about 80 a barrel? And I told my boss as soon as they said that, I said, the second it hits 120, I'll be gone for three months. Right. He's like, what? Then I'll be I exact. said, if it hits 120, 130 a barrel, I'm gone for the next three months. I'm taking vacation. And he goes, why? I said, I'm going to go make me some fucking Oprah money for three months, bud. Right. I won't even come home.
0: Yeah, now, everybody
1: out there, everybody out there tried to do that. Please be my go out there because. When I was working in West Texas, I was gone 23 days out of the month. Right. I wasn't on location 23 days out of the month, but we were eight hours
0: away from home. You were gone. You, you can't drive back and forth. You can't drive back and forth. No.
1: And we were running 12s. Well, we run 12s in the beginning, but then we showed them that, you know, we, we run 24s. We're better at running 24s. Right. And the thing I hate the most, and I, wish I I I wish I, wish I, wish I had it. glass right here. The tapping, if so, just go out there and tap on the glass in your fucking truck. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to punch somebody when I hear yeah. that shit. Oh, my God.
0: It's time to wake up, motherfucker. It's Fuck time off. to wake up. It's time to get go to work. In, go sand that yeah. fucking,
1: it's time go sand that
0: well off. Let's get coil out here. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I want to get a nap. No hand. shit. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's so many times, you know, we're we're pumping water and the fucking winter fucks up, you know, whatever. And they they just lock her up. They lock her up with sand and. Coil's coming. You're like, oh, thank God. I can sleep. Like, yeah. I can sleep. I can at
1: least get eight hours of sleep, sleep at least. And, and, then, and then you find out who, like what we would do being uh, wireline, we'd go over there and ask what coil's coming. Right. We'd find out from the company, man, oh, yeah. yeah, which coil company's coming. Then we'd find out where they're located and how long it's going to take to get out there. You go home. Yeah, and they'd say, oh, it's going to be six hours to get to location. We're approximately thinking 24 to 48. We'd go back to the hotel and fucking sleep. Dude, we would get fucking wasted, dude. Yeah. Fucking straight wasted. (laughs) It was the craziest thing going to the oil field to see the amount of – the the craziest thing, the first job I left, we we're there for 24 hours, and I'm like fucking beat tired. I mean, I probably got like 30 minutes of sleep, and I can sleep fast. I can snap like – a light switch i can go to sleep we're on our way home and as soon as we leave location the uh engineer's like grab the cooler i'm like oh this one right here and it's a big ass cooler in the back of this fucking crew ca- this um crew cab right. i mean it's a big ass right. yeti and he's like yeah open that bitch up i haven't opened it the whole time i was there because, I mean, I'm the new guy. Like, I am fresh as, the, fresh as oil filled can get. The new, new guy. The new, new motherfucker. Yeah. And I crack it open. Nothing but beer. Yeah. Shit tons of beer. And I was like, there's a bunch of beer in here. And he goes, yeah. How the fuck you think we're going to get home?
0: No shit. Sure. Not on water. Not on water.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. And we drank beer the whole. I'm like, this isn't legal. And he goes, I don't give a fuck.
0: Right. By the By the time you get to that point and you're, you know, you're. You're so fucking tired. You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit, dude. You don't give a flying fuck. And the further
1: we went, right? The further we went in in my oil filled hitch, right? Like right. the hitch, like or my career. Right. I wouldn't say hitch because a hitch is going out on location. You have, you know you went out on a hitch. My towards the end of my oil filled career, all of that started to fizzle out. Drinking on the way home, we just wait because you know once you start getting up higher up you get those jobs you want to go do right you get you get in with those engineers that you want to work with the good ones that get the good jobs and you know you'll probably be out there seven or eight nine days but that last eight i think it was a nine day that i was gone it was either nine or 13 days straight on location right back and off pipe was the last one i did the last job that i ran with casey it was uh casey myself brandon and um simon I, i don't think you know simon but you know the other two and the first three days we were staying in the truck. And I remember Simon and he's the Brit. And I'd l- I can't wait to have him on here. I just right, love talking right. to the guy. And we we were out there and he's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see if we can fucking stay in one of the man camps. Right. Cause they had, they had the man camp that was there for all the drilling guys. And he's like, I guarantee you we can go sleep in there. And he goes up to come me and he goes, you know, sleeping in the truck fucking sucks and Casey goes up there and goes, oh, are you too scared to sleep in the truck there, Britt? <laughs> and I remember the company man was like, oh, dude, you know, we do have, you know, like, so the crew that's out here now on this hitch stays in these, and the other one's staying there. Stay you guys in can go heat. stay in yeah. there. I went and slept. That was amazing. I mean, you had your own whole entire fucking. It was like a hotel right. out there. Right. You had... Big screen TV, show, your own personal shower, your own personal fucking shitter, your own personal bed. It had two beds per room, you know, me and Simon and then uh, Brandon and, and Casey. Uh, rest in peace, brother. Love that man. God yeah, hell yeah. Damn, I love that guy. He's a good dude. I man. loved hanging out with dude. him. a good dude. Such an amazing fucking guy, but it was cool. I told Simon, I said, I owe you a fucking beer after this one fucking get me out of that fucking truck because it sucked because when you weren't the big man on campus you didn't sit in the front you laid in the back
0: Oh, I, I mean I I was so I was in a pickup by myself sleeping yeah. but it still fucking sucked it dude. does it, it does. still sucked it wasn't the it was. same I, and I don't I mean I don't I wish that I could sleep like you I, I just don't I mean I you you know how to shut it off I just can't I'll just lay there I mean i take drugs for it and yeah I
1: well well my thing is so even prior military and everything i could always go to sleep pretty quick because you know and a lot of people's like well i you know i'm thinking of this i'm thinking of that or this is a pro-, you know like thinking of problems or issues or paying bills or this or that and i always tell everybody i always say what can you fix at two o'clock in the see,
0: morning you see the reality is is i fucking know that i know that none of this fucking matters None of what you're thinking about matters right now. We'll do because nothing. You can't fix anything. I know I can't. I mean, so go to sleep. Fix it in the morning. It's easier said than done, bro.
1: I know. And and I've learned that from a lot of people. It is easier said than done, but man, I don't know. I'm just, I, I am blessed. I'm lucky with it. It is I luck. Like
0: it. It, it is, it's very lucky because it sucks. Because it it like, like today, so, or last night, excuse me, I go to bed. I, I fell sleep good, you know, fuck this, focus on my breathing. I could fall asleep, you know, yada yada yada, and 3 a.m. I'm awake. Ouch! I mean, I do I do a lot though, especially in a certain window of time, and typically, what it is is I have the wake up wake up dreams, or the wake up wake up wake up dreams where I'm having a dream that I'm waking up, and I wake up in my bed and it's normal, everything, is fucking normal, and then I I get up, and I start. Walking around the house, or I sit up in the bed, and I notice things in the room, or shit like that. I mean, it happens all the fucking time. It's insane. And shit. then I'll I wake up again, or I wake up again. I mean, f- usually it takes four times before I'm back in reality. Before I'm actually awake. And each oh, time, shit. each time that I wake up, I think that it's real because I'm laying in my bed next to my wife. I look up. I've got a projection clock that projects up on the ceiling yeah. to tell the time. I can see the time. I know it's there. And then I start looking around. Yeah. You don't belong here, friend. Mm-hmm. It's time to go back to where you have to go from. back. Came.
1: So question, when you do the wake up, wake up, wake up dreams and you're on that fourth wake up, is the clock the same?
0: Yeah. No shit. Fuck Ty- off. Typically it's the same. It's oh, the same time. So I don't, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm opening my eyes and seeing the clock but uh, i mean and it, and quite frankly it could all be happening in a matter of milliseconds yeah i mean really it could all be happening in a matter of milliseconds but it's i mean it, I, I mean i'll get up i'll go outside i mean shit like that once once i realize that i'm not really awake on occasion probably four times a month give or take if i do dream i mean i'll i'll just carry on with the fucking shit until it finds the end of the road I'll, like then I I'll wake up home. again. Then I'll wake up again. I'll wake up again.
1: So I have where it's, I don't even know what they call it. I, I do, but I'm having a brain fart. I was just sitting here trying to think of it. Um, where you you can't, it's like you can't breathe.
0: Sleep paralysis. Sleep
1: paralysis. Yeah. I have that. And it's so bad at times. So if I wake up and it's four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and I wake up and I see some kind of light, like I have to go to the bathroom and, and, you know, we have the light on that's in, in our um, closet, right. right? Our walk-in closet right. has a light on And <clears throat> there. So it's not pitch. I, I'll sleep pitch black with no fan. The wife has to have a light and a fan. Well, if I walk into the bathroom, I need my eyes to adjust so I'm not pissing all over the damn floor. Of I'll course. turn the light on. Right. I go back to sleep and I end up having sleep paralysis where I can't breathe. It's like literally somebody just sucks all the air out of my body. I can't move. My eyes are open. I swear I see what's going on in my room and I see everything, but I can't move. So if I'm laying, whichever way I'm laying, that's what I'm seeing. And I end up having to sh- jolt. Like I'll do a real big jolt and then yep. I'll have a fucking headache. And God, I hate that shit. So whenever I wake up, if it's 530 and I turn the light on, I'm done. I won't go back to bed. You might as well have get to stay up. awake. But guess what? I always go back to
0: bed. I, t- I did this morning. I mean, it was three. It was three fourteen, three fourteen a.m. Shout out. It's all. It's always between. It's witching always hour. between three a.m. and four thirty a.m. Isn't that witching hour? It's somewhere in there. I don't. I three was s- talking about the other night with with the little peanut, and I mean, she she said that she said it's three a.m. I mean, it's either it's either right after three a.m. or right after four a.m. I mean. All the time, it's the same thing. Because eventually, I do actually wake up and I see the clock. What a fucking time. God damn it. God damn it, I'm awake again. I got to try to fall back asleep. This morning, I did. I mean, I got up, walked around, went out in the garage. I made sure nothing was in the house. Nothing's ever in the house besides when I'm still dreaming. I'm still driving me shits in the fucking house.
1: So, this is crazy. I just looked it up. Now, okay. Yes, it's Wikipedia. Whatever, believe what you want. Wiki, but I looked Wiki, at a Wiki. couple others. Wicked, And they all say this. Nonetheless, there is psychological literature suggesting that apparitional experiences and sensed presences are most common between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., corresponding mm-hmm. with a 3 a.m. peak in the amount of melatonin in the body.
0: Right. Right, it's always so that's when, it's always around that time, bro. No question.
1: easy So I'm thinking that you know the amount. I, I would I would like to see like if you did a sleep study. I guarantee your melatonin at 3 a.m. is fucking off the charts. I have
0: I have done the sleep study just just the breathing one to see if I yeah. quit breathing and I breathe fine. Yeah, I mean it's it's my not, brother-in-law. It's has not that done at that. all. It's. I need the I need the pads hooked up to me and the test the levels and all that bullshit because I'm sure That's it is. Crazy. I mean, when it does happen, it, it probably happens once, once or twice a week. I'm awake at three to four a.m. and usually there's something fucking in the room there. Every time, even when I actually become awake, I still think something's in there, and I I mean I just go ahead and fucking get up. That's well, nuts, motherfucker! You're in here. We're going to talk about it, you know. Yeah, we're going to have a chit chat. We're going to have a little chit chat. That's let's not where stop. you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> time to wake up again,
1: and let's wake up one more time. That's crazy. That's
0: Three, crazy. Uh, uh, four deep. It'll go four deep sometimes, That's fucking and, nuts. and then the same position. Waking up in my bed, looking over. My wife's there, looking over. Clocks there, and then shit. Shit just starts going fucking different. Those fucking bananas. Motherfucker, you're dreaming. (laughs) Wake up again. You know?
1: You know know what that reminds me of? What? There's a show that you watch, and Casey even watched the shit out of that show. Who is it? I don't know. Think of of a show right now that you watch. It's more of the cartoon-style show that just shits bananas every time you watch it
0: shit's bananas. The shit
1: is all bananas and crazy when you watch that show. We've oh, watched that. it over here plenty of times. I mean,
0: you're talking about Rick yes. and Morty, right? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that. that show. Ha,
1: it has to it, that's corresponding to me when you're talking about that. That's all I keep thinking of is Rick and Morty. I'm like, fuck.
0: I think I think of the movie Inception is what I think oh, of. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't think of that.
0: Sweet gig. Sweet it movie. Is. Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Rick and Morty though. Is fucking fantastic. They kind of dumbed it down this this new season yeah. a little bit. They kind of trimmed it back. It's a little more family friendly until this last episode. and Then they just turned it the fuck on. I was so happy. I'm so happy. I love that fucking show. I've watched it front to back probably twelve times. So like every I, episode. Yeah. Fuck. I come home. I come home to eat lunch from work when I do come home, and I just. I just kick it on and watch it. And that I know it's going to happen. I've seen it multiple times. I just want to watch it again. I just want to watch it.
1: That's how I've been with a few shows. Like one show that I've watched, uh, I've, I've watched three times is Sons of Anarchy.
0: Really? I've yeah. never seen it.
1: That's a great fucking show, dude. I've uh, never a seen great it. fucking show. But I've always been excited. I don't know. So I guess it's kind of because of my dad. Um right. Had an old bike. It was an old BA British uh, British army or British American uh, bike that was I don't know it's one or the other they're gonna fucking slaughter me in the fucking I'm th- sure, comments yeah. um, and everything on the show but he had a bike and he was like man this is so rare yada yada or whatever and then you know I started riding bikes and you know I've had my fair share of motorcycles and and riding them um, but it, what one thing that's always excited me is the one percenters right like hell's angels and galloping goose and and all those guys you know like i i have watched hours and hours like when i mean hours and hours i'm talking like probably like three years worth of one percenter stuff i I follow like i don't really follow a guy too much i kind of do but his name's Sos the ghost Right. And he's on YouTube and stuff like that. And he does and he's a he has his own one percenter club and stuff like that. And I followed him here and there. But like I'm always excited, like whenever a motorcycle like whenever I see like three or four motorcycles rolling down the fucking highway, like as soon as they pass, I am like a fucking deer in headlights, like what and, just and then all of a sudden I'm like a little kid in a candy store and I'm looking back and I'm like Oh my God! What, what group there? is that? What is that? What Who club is that? that? Yeah. What yeah. club is that? Like I want to know. Like it's crazy because even my my dad was a Freemason, right? right. And and I want to become a Freemason, right? My a lot of my family's been Freemasons, and I'll eventually and and I almost did become a Freemason. I was living in Alabama about seven eight years ago, roughly. I don't remember the exact time frame. Um, and I had a guy that was a Freemason. And he had the elders come over to my house and talk. But when I started talking to him right before they came, I was not in a place. And I still don't feel right now as of recording this and talking to you now that I'm in a place that I could be a Freemason yet. But I will be. I will become. I I really want to because my like the things my dad did, I want to do because I always looked up to him as he is, you know, God to me, basically. Sure. Figuratively I get that. speaking, right? I get that, yeah. So <coughs> seeing that, like, because any time I ever asked him about the Freemasons, he'd always change the subject. I said, right. well, how do you become one? To be one, ask one. I said, well, I am asking one. Guess what he'd do? Change the fucking subject.
0: Again. Right.
1: Change the fucking subject again. I'm like, Dad, you're a fucking Freemason. I want to be a fucking Freemason. Right. And he'd always change the subject. And I don't think he changed the subject because he didn't want me to be one. It's you can't ask your own dad to be a fucking freemason, no, come on bud no, no figure no. It the fuck out, and I figured it out, but you know I, I i I don't know that's just shit like that in history excites me right, like everything from fucking and, and again, I'll go so far, and like with this podcast, we go in so many different fucking directions, like you know going from talking about you know being in the oil field and then like you know one percenter clubs to freemasons and stuff like all that shit excites me
0: so much well, i mean there, there's there's just there's so much out there to fucking talk about to research to listen to you know what i mean and it's all i love all that shit too you know history i love history just knowing well hold on a second let me let me back up a second i love real history I don't yes. necessarily love what, what necessarily gets taught here and there. Or maybe what's in a fucking textbook. I want to read real or listen to real accounts of people that were actually there at that time. And oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, in the way, the way my brain operates, I mean, I, I mean, I got this one person and then, then I find 12 more and I I just gather this information and make my own assumption about whatever it is. I mean, that's, especially history you ha- you have to do it that way because all history ever is is the account of somebody talking about it
1: absolutely right that's shit that excites me like all of that and and I'm with you too and and that's why our conversations are just so fucking cool like but when we we're off air and I'm going to have to pee here in a second
0: Wait, I, I, need, I need I right. need to take a beer break anyways man
1: yeah we're going to have to get one But real quick before we go like you're wanting to talk you said the one thing that's been I and you, and the one thing that was I and me. We already talked about. So I say to finish this, polish this thing off here in a little bit. We need to talk the politics and space.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they're connected. Because I, right?
1: I did, I did talk space with Elon Musk.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. I mean, tiny, but we need to. You talked about tiny we space, need to turn bro. That shit up. You talked about tiny space. I want to hear you talking about tiny space with, within you know thirty miles, thirty miles of the fucking planet. That's, that's tiny space. You're talking about the carbon line. Okay,
1: okay. I see where you're at.
0: There's so much. Yeah. I mean, that's tiny space. Yeah. Big space. All right, bitches. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. I
1: need a beer and a piss. Yeah. boy has exited the building. See you later, Bubba. See I you later.
0: It, I love that fucking dog.
1: I got here. Came in here. Didn't even. And this is where I fucked up. Didn't even say anything to him because I didn't see him. He was probably sleeping or resting, whatever he was doing. And he knew I was here. He heard my voice and he was scratching at the door.
0: Well, he can't. He he probably smelled you. I bet he did. Because he can't fucking hear. He can't hear. It's It's gone away. Is it? Yeah, he'll lay there. He'll yeah. lay there asleep, and I'll—I mean, the girls will come home from whatever they're doing—school work, shit like that—and he'll just just keep laying there. He can't hear you. He's get—it's getting worse, you know. He's getting old. He's an old man. He's a fucking old man.
1: Yeah, I'm getting old too. Mm-hmm. Haven't hit forty yet, and I'm still feeling fucking old.
0: Fuck me to tears. Just wait pain's coming
1: I, I already have it in between my shoulder blades but let's talk the one thing that's been exciting me the whole entire time and I think that's why I started out with the whole Elon Musk thing because you're right before we went to break to get a beer piss and and recoup so to speak you were talking space and you were talking I, I'm talking the the little space yeah you're talking so about you're, little space I'm so, talking about so, big space okay Big so space. so. go into that. To, like, this is what excited me. You're, you're wanting to talk the big space thing. And, you know, we, dude, we get so excited when we talk space. You know how I many We've gone down a rabbit hole for like six and a half hours. I sort of got. I think it was like 4 o'clock in the morning one day. Easily. And we're still talking space. We were, Everybody else is asleep. I, we were, I wish we would recorded that we were shit. We
0: drinking rum, I think. Oh, I should have
1: brought mine. Dude, my refrigerator fucking stopped working. I fucking, before we get into space, I know. Your actual fridge? Yes. At the house. Holy shit. Yesterday. (laughs) I fucking woke up yesterday and I was working from home and I keep hearing this dee, 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 beep, beep. Like this fucking beeping noise. Right. Like, and it'll stop and then two minutes later it'll go off again. And I'm like, fucking. And and at first I thought it was like if you have a. I have a battery backup in my office. So I have like. Two desktops and like five PCs, like sure. five laptops that are in there, and I have one that's a dedicated server that runs all of my stuff at home. Like it's fucking nuts, you just right? Right. My setup, and I thought it was my battery backup because the other day when the storm came through, the power flashed. So I was like, okay, well maybe it kicked off, and maybe that outlet's bad, but why is everything working? So I'm like fucking losing my mind. I'm I'm going up in the attic looking for the beep. I'm looking for the beep. I yep. go up in the attic. I go everywhere. I'm looking everywhere for this beep and can't fucking find it. Why? Well, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I don't care. And I'm sitting. I'm sitting there on my nine thirty call, and I was like, I, I told my boss about it, and I was like, I heard the beep, and I said, yeah, you can beep all you fucking want. I ain't gonna find you, and I don't give a shit. So beep all fucking day long. I don't care anymore. Right. I was mad. I, was like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck whatever.
0: So. Your refrigerator quit and it started beeping.
1: So here's what happened. It didn't quit. So what happened was I went out there and I was getting ready to make, because I don't eat breakfast until like 1030. Right. Right. So I eat twice a day. I'll eat breakfast and I'll eat dinner. And I go out there and I open the fridge and I hear the, it it starts beeping as soon as I open it. It starts doing that little beep thing. But I've opened it like four times prior to that. Because right. I have some apple cider in there. And I have uh, peach apple cider that I got down at K&S Produce. Right, right. Shout out to them. Shout out. Awesome place <coughs> out there in Ringwood. Um, anyways, but I look up. And in the fridge right at the top is where it shows the temperature for the freezer. Because it's the double doors that open right. up the freezer on the left, fridge on the right. And it says H1, which looks like one. But it's saying high, like high temperature. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, God, I found it. So I hit the button and the, the numbers come back. And we usually had it like eight and six. And right. And, you know, it was where the temperature was. And not even two minutes later, it's was beeping again. I'm like, ah, fuck. So I go do it again. So I unplugged it, the fridge. And I waited like 10, 15 seconds and I plugged it back in. Doing it again. Well, the wife leaves. She, well, I go pick her up from work and she goes to get, you know, get her youngest son from school, and um, it's doing it again. So I called, and I was like, I need this shit looked at. Like, there's something going on here. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I was like, all I know is it's a fucking this refrigerator, and it's saying H and I on both sides. It's like blinking. And so the guy comes, and he makes me pull everything out of the freezer. Yeah, The fan stops. So there is a pickup tube that goes into the ice maker that because the water here is so it, it, it's very, it, it's very hard, it's hard, of, hard, hard, hard water. water. Yeah. And it, it had like bumps on it. So the water was sloshing and swirling every time it would fill up the ice tray. Sure. And so what would happen is water would spill through the back behind the little metal thing that was back there and ice cubes were forming. Yeah. Well, the fan shut off because it was that temperature. Yeah. And the ice cube got lodged in there and when the fan went to kick back on it couldn't it couldn't move. 'Cause of the ice. So and and the coils were frozen up.
0: Right. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I,
1: I I didn't I don't know anything about I'm an IT guy. I do IT.
0: I mean you did what an IT guy would do. Unplug the sun bitch and plug it back in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My point exactly. Buck, <laughs> if 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 plug if unplugging it or shutting it off and turning it back on doesn't work, call the
0: engineer. Yeah, call an engineer. Yeah, yeah, no shit. They're the ones
1: that know. So the guy came and he spent probably like three or four minutes, you know, tearing it apart, and then he spent another five six minutes fucking defrosting the coils that were back there and got right. the fan running. I heard the fan. I said, I have. And I'm sitting at my, and and you know, my office is right outside the kitchen. Yeah. And I look over to him and I'm working, I'm on a conference call and I thought I was muted. I looked over and I said, I haven't heard that fucking sound in a while. And they're like, like in my headset, they're like, you haven't heard what Tom? And I'm like, oh fuck. And I said that, I said, oh fuck. And I paused it or muted my mic. And I looked over and I I told him, I said, I haven't heard that fucking sound in a while. And he goes, yeah, your fan's running. He goes, this is the block of ice. And th- it was a block of ice. It wasn't a little. lady. Bee- the block of ice when he first pulled it out was the size of that fucking beer beer bottle right there. Right. Like the size of a fucking 12-ounce beer can. Yeah. And I was, he's like, that was all your problem was. And I was like, well, the lady I talked to told me that it was this sensor thing doing this and this. And you had to replace this and all this. And he goes, no, it's not H1. It's H I because your temperature is high high. and he goes, do you have he and she asked me too. she goes, do you have a thermostat or, you know, anything that you can test the temperature with inside there? I said, yeah, there's one in there. I keep it in all my freezers. I don't know why my dad's always done it and my family has. So I do it. And it was saying like 48 degrees and I was like, there's the dummy light. It's not going to work. The fucking dummy light came on. I shit you not. The dummy light came on, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, I am so fucking stupid that I thought H one, not H I, H-I. for high temperature. <coughs> it was a high
0: temperature alert because the fan stopped working. It's easy to. It's easy to interpret symbols. What whatever you see. Yeah. Okay, so so you know what I do. Every day, all day, dealing with equipment. So uh, I mean, a guy calls, and I've got this—I've got this pie-shaped symbol with this upside-down arrow on it. You know, it's just some people interpret things differently. differently. Is yeah. where I'm going with that. I mean, uh, and you can never—it's really, really hard to have a conversation with somebody, especially when it's symbols like an HI or an H1. That's pretty easy for me to determine which one it is if I'm the guy on the other end of the phone because I'm—I'm a- hi- I'm I'm highly that. technical on I'm on what I've learned for what I do. But when you have a fucking symbol, a symbol is, is so much different for somebody to explain it to you. So, I mean, just, just like, uh, an upside down moon w- with an arrow pointing to it. I mean, and typically my go-to is here's my cell phone number. Send me a picture. Yeah. No, because shit. because that's, that's the only way that I'm going to be able to help them. That's the only way I do it all the time.
1: And and I'm not a and I'm not not a technical person. I'm very technical. I mean, right. I just tore apart a computer yesterday. I mean, work. you you've seen H one H-
0: H- appears to be an error code. I I get well, what. Well, and you're,
1: the reason I thought it was H one is because when you actually look at, so it's a frigid air, and it says the numbers are between one and nine, one being the hottest, nine being the coldest. Right. So when I see an alert come on, I think of H one motherfucker, not H right. I, not H I. I'm being that fucking. I'm being that melodramatic with it. Like right. that. That's where my mind's going. My mind's like, yeah, fuck off, dude. Like this is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, he fixed it. We're good, man. The, the freezer's good. <laughs> the food didn't spoil. The wife was mad, and I'm lucky. Luckily that you know we we haven't gone grocery shopping because we'll grocery shop like once. A, like do our big grocery shop once a month. Right. And I love Aldi's. Shout out there. We're not sponsored by them, but Aldi's, all these I fucking love you guys.
0: I, I Dude, never, you need to go there. I've never been there.
1: What the fuck are you doing with your life?
0: I don't. I mean, what's besides the d- sitting
1: across from me, fucking wearing a shit ass OU shirt. Did no. they even
0: win? Fuck you, bitch. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, fuck it. I hope they did, because my wife's an OU fan. I like OU. I really do. They're a good. They're
0: a good program. They've been skating by the skin they of their fucking They don't. They don't.
1: They fucked up though. The same thing that Missouri did. They fucked up. You know what it is? What? Going to the SEC and think they're going to be worth a fuck? Mm. Tied, motherfucker. They might
0: be. They, they might actually get there. They're and not do anything. They're going to be like Missouri. Missouri has sucked for so many years.
1: Can I just say they're going to Like, I know they're not going to suck. They're going to give Alabama... They already give Alabama a run for their money. They're, they're a great They're the team, team that can.
0: The, the team that's going to do it this year is fucking Georgia. I think Bama can beat Georgia, not on their
1: offense, if their defense can play. Georgia's defense is what's going to win them this. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia's defense is great. Alabama's yeah. offense, their quarterback, I don't like him. Just like Spencer Rattler, in OU. Right. I right. fucking hate Spencer Rattler. And I was just talking to a guy; he's a contractor for us out at the out there where I work, um, and I was talking to him. He goes, "Yeah, he's got to go." I don't like, him. and even the wife. I think he just he. N- no disrespect to the man. He's very athletic he's a great athletic guy but my brother-in-law told me that he that he has a really good friend and i I trust him i really do my brother-in-law goes to the university of connecticut um he's an aspiring actor really fucking amazing at it but anyways he has a friend that goes to ou right and said that spencer Ratley, if you're not part of the team and you're not like this really gray you know, like, if it's kind of like if you don't drive a Porsche, you're, like, a bottom feeder, you're a piece of shit. Like, they've said he's a really big asshole. Really? Yeah. Like, he's a complete asshole and he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. Well, guess what? Yeah, I'm not the best at fucking football, but an attitude like that, you're not going to go to the NFL because they're going to spit you the fuck out. They did that I mean, to a lot of guys in Buffalo and everywhere else. They
0: did to a lot of guys. A lot of guys roll in that that world and, <coughs> you know guy starts I mean just just roll the timeline there. Guy starts in high school, yeah, he's a fucking superstar, right? He's a stud. All the girls love him. All the girls love him, blah blah blah. He can he can do whatever the fuck he wants. You're all up on college. It's it's close it's close to the same thing. You know, I mean you're you're good at what you do, but you're still You're stepping up into a higher caliber. The percentage of people that start a high school career and go on to the NFL is very small. I don't know the number, but yeah, it's, it's, very a, it's a small. very, very, very low percentage. So once once you get to the NFL actually in it, you are you're the top one percent of all football players in the at entire w- position. In the entire world at in that position, the, yeah. at each position. Yeah. No matter what. I mean, your your right guard is the top of the fucking top. You're fucking your uh, defensive linemen, your linebackers, your cornerbacks, your quarterback, your Free running back—everything, everybody, yeah. everybody is at the top of their game. Or you know, their contract gets fucking canceled and they go sell cars. Yeah, I mean,
1: or they go to the fucking—they go to Canada. I mean, it happened to Jason.
0: Well, Jason White doesn't—he doesn't sell cars. He sells air conditioning. But <laughs> but you know,
1: but but that's what I'm saying. So you you can come in. You can be very athletic. But I do not see and I'm gonna say this now, I don't see Spencer Rattler as a really good NFL quarterback.
0: There's no telling. I mean there's there's still a lot of time. He could surprise there. me. Don't get he me wrong, could, he could he could grow up. He could calm the fuck down, he could grow the fuck up and be and become the next fucking I'm not I'm not gonna say Montana or anything like that, the next uh, Tom fucking Brady. No man. He's uh, the goat though. He I have to, to admit go. it. He I hate him go. so much.
1: I hate Tom Brady so much because he's so fucking good. He doesn't look good this year, though.
0: The motherfucker knows how to win. He he's knows a, how to, He's a good fucking he's
1: quarterback. A, he's a great leader. I'm Wasn't even a sure. first-round draft pick, either.
0: No. No, he was, he was second to Bledsoe. he second round or third? To or
1: Like, almost fucking... Almost Bled, the third-round until, draft until, pick. Until, second Bledsoe, round
0: until Bledsoe got hurt. Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Until he got hurt... I mean, nobody knew who Tom Brady was. He got hurt. He had a shoulder injury, leg injury. I, I don't know. I'm sure i will get crucified over not knowing it. But, I mean, that's, that's what it was. He was a uh, second-rate guy. I mean, look at him now. I mean, probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. If you look at winning, percentage, winning percentages and everything else.
1: So Tom Brady was the 199th overall pick in the 2000 NFL draft. He was a sixth rounder.
0: And look at him. Six. He's a fucking goat. He's the fucking so goat. So
1: everybody out there that thinks that they can't make it, you can. But the thing is, like, the whole thing, the reason I was talking about the Spencer Rattler thing is because you cannot come in there cocky. Like, you can't be cocky in anything you do and expect to be no. the greatest. You no, can't. You, you, you got to be humble with it. and. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe it was just you caught him on the wrong day. But everybody I've talked to said that Spencer Rattler is that. Well, guess what, Spencer? And I'm going to talk to you personally on this. You're not Alabama. You're not an NFL quarterback right now. And you're not one of the greats. Okay, You're you're mediocre at best. And no, I'm not, right? Like, I'm a little guy. I I played soccer and golf growing up. You know, I don't do any of those sports, Right. right? I didn't do any. But... You're playing for fucking OU mediocre at best. You're
0: fucking talking shit about a guy that you don't even know. I don't care. Like, I'm
1: not, I don't want to talk shit shit on the guy. But I just want to say that, like, look, if you really are being a fucking asshole and a prick to all these people that look up to you, because that's the big thing. These people look up to you. Like, if I took my kid to an OU game, right? Mm -hmm. Any of my kids to an Mm -hmm. OU game. My Mm -hmm. daughter's been to many. She flew, you know. Going back to the oilfield thing, she has a lot of friends that have, you know, family members that own oil oilfield companies, and she's flown in private jets and helicopters and stuff to the OSU game and OU games, right? right? Right. Still, if my daughter or my son or any of my kids go and see you, and you're a fucking prick to them because whatever the case is, fuck you. You you are well, worthless. I agree.
0: I, I agree with that. I agree. Like with even pe- that, normal totally.
1: people, because when you look at the NFL. They give out awards for people who are not only great on the field, but are fucking amazing off the field. That's what makes a football player to me. Is if you're amazing on the field and off the field, that's when you get fucking kudos I mean, for me.
0: Perfect example. I mean, Lawrence. I mean Lawrence Taylor. I mean he was great mm. on the field, and he, you know, he smoked a lot of crack off the field. Fantastic dude. Yeah. Smile with the. With the big old gap crazy motherfucker. Big old crazy, gap. Crazy, team. crazy motherfucker. Fucking but but man. the other what what's what's the dude that hosts the hosts the show? Host the
1: Oh the podcast. He was a kicker.
0: No 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 no. Not not it wasn't L LT. LT's back in the day. I mean that's somebody you just Oh no, I crazy. thought you were talking
1: about recently.
0: The recent guy, he's on he's on Kelly and something or something. Oh, you're bullshit. talking
1: about uh Michael Strahan.
0: Strahan. I think it is, I isn't think, it? I think Strahan's a good dude, man. With the gap teeth, oh, yeah. That Michael Strahan? LT's got gap teeth dude.
1: Ladanian Tomlinson. Is that who you're talking about? LT? Ladanian Tomlinson? Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Lawrence Taylor. What the fuck did I just say Ledanian Thomas? Lawrence running back. One
0: of the best fucking defensive guys ever. Wait, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith? Yeah, Buffalo, and uh, yeah, no idea. What? No, no recollection. No
1: recollection of Bruce Smith. I think. How about the Bills from the '90 to '95? Any recollection of any of that? Because we went to five that, super. It was like four or five Super Bowls in a row, and we lost well, every I mean, single when, one.
0: When Elway played for him. No, Jim
1: Kelly or Kelly, Kelly. Sorry, Jesus Christ. John Elway was Denver. Yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: I'm not. I'm not a real huge football. On fan. the next. Teach, <laughs> teach Tony how the NFL <laughs> and who played on what team.
1: <laughs> no, I'm
0: kidding. Listen, listen. Back in back in the '90s, okay, I was a. Jesus. Christ. No, I did not feed the dogs.
1: Holy shit! She scared the fuck out of me, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. Like my heart's beating, like really? it's racing right now. You could have given me a warning somebody was back there, but I just I felt know. the presence, and I looked, and I was
0: like, ooh. I didn't have any idea.
1: Hey, did she open the door and stuck her head in?
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Anyways, yeah, so back in the 90s. You back were in the 90s, I was a, I've always been a cheese fan, but I was a 49ers fan back then. Oh, old Montana Rice, the Montana, Montana Rice. Montana Rice,
1: Rice, Sticky Fingers. I think that was his nickname, right? I don't know.
0: I mean, for more Jerry reason, Rice was sticky For fingers. more reasons than I swear one, i God, I'm he sure. had super
1: glue on his hands. They were a good duo, but but then you got to think like Buffalo, right? And and this is I, I'm a huge Bills fan, right? So okay, whatever, take it like it is. But Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, Thurman Thomas, Bill Hanson, Steve Tasker, Don Beebe, like I met all those guys. I went to every Bills training camp from '88 to 2000 every single year. I don't really? think we missed a year. I swear to God, I don't think we missed a year all the way up to 2000. It may have been 99, 98.
0: How did, how did you achieve that? I mean, how?
1: So my dad's from Buffalo. Gotcha. And my uncle, God rest his soul now, and my dad, God rest his soul. He, My uncle lived in Buffalo. and Well, in Olean, New York. So we'd always go back every year to Olean around the Bills training camp. Right. We'd go back to uh, Olean. And we'd stop, and there was a pier in, uh, I I think it was like Pier 1 or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, And we'd get smoked pink salmon from Lake Erie. Oh, yeah. They had smoked pink salmon. We'd get that, and we'd go to Olean. And then the very next day, we'd spend the day up in Buffalo. And then we'd drive back, because my dad was a truck driver. So we'd go up to Buffalo, and we'd spend the day, one day, (laughs) is all it was. We wouldn't go two days. We'd spend one day at the Bills training camp and just watch them. We got to meet a lot of those guys, like Bruce Smith. Me, as a little kid, think of this in the '90s, right? 1990, mm-hmm. right? I was born in '84. Yeah, you were six years <laughs> right? old. Yeah, six years old, and I'm looking up at Bruce Smith and Phil Hanson, which they called him the Doc. Yeah, on the team, and and, and even just like Steve Task or Thurman Thomas or Don Beebe or Andre Reed or even Jim Kelly. Any of those guys, like I can go on and on and on with all those guys. I mean, looking at Bruce Smith was like looking at looking at like the Twin Towers or the Eiffel Tower or you oh, know, I'm sure. anything like I'm it, sure. this mean, guy was a monster. You got this huge
0: idol terrifying. in front of you. I mean, and he's just but a, they were the
1: sweetest dudes ever.
0: Just a great big son of a bitch, you know,
1: and the most amazing guy to talk to. Really? Yeah. All those guys were so amazing. And that's why I was on the whole Spencer Rattler thing. Like, seriously, if you are that way. You're fucking up, dude. Yeah, but I mean... You have too many people looking uh, up to you. You're going to make millions. You have the ability to make millions and millions, millions of dollars in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But yet, you want to be a fucking prick to the people that are going to pay you that? Because if we don't watch football, you don't make that money.
0: Most people... In that kind of position, that that grew he'll up, grow, he hasn't up being this. He just hasn't been put in his place yet. If if, if that shit's even true, you know, I mean, and he, yeah, I could be wrong. He he just he just hasn't. He'll get put in his place, or he'll. I mean, or he end up, you know, fighting dogs like Michael Vick. Who knows? I don't oh. know. ta ta-ta-ta, ta ta ta
1: ta ta <laughs> ta. See what you did there uh yeah no that's the only reason i said that i don't want to be a prick and i don't want to like fucking bash anybody especially somebody like him but it's like if that's seriously you relook at your life dude yeah no shit because because and, and that's what's crazy about like nfl players that go and fucking beat their wives or go and beat women or go and fucking kill somebody or go and do this or go and do that like
0: you're making millions
1: and i get it you're getting hit in the head and you know, they well, have all those stuff. Those guys are take an exception. Take the medical, side, take the medical guys, side away.
0: The guys that get beaten in the head and, and whack the fuck off, that's an exception.
1: Yeah, and, and, and you can say it's all of them, right? Because everybody's going to get <laughs> fucking Shit. smoked most of the time. I Whatever. Mean, I don't been smoked like, in the head? Like You've been smoked in the head. Maybe a quarterback, maybe a fucking, you know, tight end, wide receiver, fucking free safety. Like, those guys are going to get fucking licked you're, hard.
0: You're talking <laughs> about <laughs> the fucking... But, Asshole motherfuckers! That was what you're talking. Yeah, about.
1: like how? Like you're making millions you of dollars a, and you're gonna throw you, all of that away for fucking wanting to you beat somebody? The
0: sweetest job on the planet. Sure, no, there's sure. sure, there's some risks there. You might get hit in the head too many times and turn out, you know, shaking like Ali Who the fuck knows? But <laughs> other than that, I mean, multi, I love multi. You, Ali. I love Ali too. Multi, multi million dollars. For playing a fucking game, for working, for working, twenty four weeks, twenty five weeks out of the year, half a year. You work half a year, and you make a hundred million dollars. What whatever the fuck it is, twenty mil, ten mil a year. I mean, it's it's multi level contracts.
1: And and I had to look at this. The average NFL, the median salary for all NFL players. Guess what the number I is. I want to
0: guess. I want to guess. Guess. A year,
1: it just says the average salary. So we'll go yearly. Yes, That's yearly. It would be so year.
0: I'm gonna say two and a half mil. Hmm? Lower. Oh, eight hundred thousand. Eight
1: hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. The median. So listen, the average salary of an NFL player year to year is eight hundred sixty thousand. You can't get me to beat anybody for that. I don't give a fuck. No, man, why would Ain't you? Ain't no fucking way I'm beating I mean, anybody's if, ass for 860000
0: if, if you are doing that, you're just naturally a piece of shit. That's yeah. what it is, really.
1: But then again, a lot of NFL players are broke within the first three years of fucking getting out of the NFL because they, they don't know how to manage their money. They're throwing, mm-hmm. Think about that as you're a kid, and, and, and I get that. That's the hard part with them is as a kid – You're coming out of high school, going straight into college. You're doing nothing but playing sports and getting your degree if you last that long. If you last that long. If not, you go in the NFL, you're playing. You've never been taught how to manage your money. You've never had any, anything that has to do with living on your own and and hard, like that hard knock life. Like you may have had that hard knock life growing up because you live out there and, you know, inner city struggles and stuff. I get that. Right. I don't want to discredit them because I've never had to live that, right? I never have and, and God bless anybody that has to. Like I hate that that they have to live like that or they have had to grow up like that. Well, I mean but every, everybody's is, life is think, unique. You would think somebody that has that kind of money is smart enough. Like I went to school with Darren Sproles. Right? right? I went to school with Darren Sprouls. Right. The guy never talked to anybody. He had a stutter. And but he's phenomenal athlete. F- phenomenal. Dude has tree trunk for legs. I was playing golf for the high school, right. at the North High School, where Darren Sproles went to school. And our coach told us we need to go pick one more sport. And I said, well, I'll go play football because I'm good at kicking because I played soccer. Or I'm good at throwing. I can throw with both hands because I'm ambidextrous. I got hit by Darren Sproles. He had the ball. He mm-hmm. hit the ball.
0: Yeah. He hit, hit me.
1: And it hurt. It, no. It, yeah. It didn't yeah. just hurt. I went and took the pads off and gave it to the fucking coach and said, I'm going to do track. Fuck this. And I went and did track. I ran the 800 meter. And I fucking sucked at that, too. I fell. The first track meet I went to and I ran, I fell right out of the fucking gate. Like, right on that first turn, Sweet. I fucking fell. I tripped on somebody and I fucking um, tore high, my high five. <laughs> I, I tore my fucking Achilles tendon or some shit. I fucking stretched something and it fucking hurt. I didn't even finish it. Fuck, I suck, but I didn't suck at soccer.
0: I didn't suck at golf. Right. I mean, it's it's just the, the point to what I think you're getting out there is, I mean, uh, it's it's such a it's such a step up, and I mean just humans in general, right? So, you know me. I mean, I'm 180 pounds. I was uh, 120 pounds in fucking high school. I'm six three and Scrawny motherfucker, you know whatever. So that's 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 one side of the equation. And then then you have just these ultimate specimens of humans that are just <coughs> fucking goddamn exceptional. I mean, hand-eye coordination, and it could and it can be all over the board. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be sports. I mean, there's there's likely so many of them that, and you've probably experienced this that that roll through the military that are phenomenal fucking athletes. Oh, I, mean, I mean, in the in the head, in the body, the, their whole fucking soul, they are just phenomenal human beings. I mean, you, you think about SEALs and fucking dudes like that that are just born to fucking lead, born to kill, born to, you know, wh- however you want to say it.
1: Yeah, there was, dude, there was a guy in the military I'm that, sure that I was in basic with was exceptional when it came to athleticism
0: everything I'm he sure.
1: killed everything when it came to like pt like the physical side right. of it like his pt scores were off the fucking charts like when i went into the military my recruiter was uh half ton lakeston it was sergeant lakeston we called him half ton lakeston like he had all these awards inside his uh, office uh, like PT scores where he just crushed shit. And this guy that, that I went, that I was, and he wasn't even from, like he was not born in America, right? but he's an American citizen and he went to the military. God bless him. I'm I'm not going to, you know, throw his name out there and stuff, but dude was so amazing. And we ended up getting to fire the AT4, the anti-tank rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that whole day, what we did is, so what they call it is, um, it's, Urban weapons, or not urban weapons, international and national weapons training, mm-hmm. and we also did a uh, mount training military operation in urban terrain that whole day, and I remember we were firing, they what they did is they retrofitted an AT-4 anti-tank rocket launcher, and it was firing nine millimeter rounds, so an AT-4, if you've ever seen one in person, I mean these things are not small, right and they're every bit of about three, I think they're about three and a half, they're about the size of this table. Um, lengthwise, and I remember asking my drill instructor. I said, "Are we going to be able to fire one?" He said, "At three thousand dollars a button, which means every time you fire every one, three thousand yeah. dollars to our taxpayer, He said, "Do you think taxpayers want to play for you to fuck around, private?" And I was like, "No, drill sergeant." He goes, "I didn't think so. So keep firing that bitch." <laughs> and he didn't say "keep firing that bitch," as in "keep firing the, the calling the AT4 uh, bitch." Yeah. He was calling me a bitch. Right, right. Uh, But he said, somebody will. And the guy that I was talking about that was exceptional, that was the thing. If you led all of the PT scores, you got to fire it. And when they say it has about a 60-foot backblast, that bitch does. Yeah, you don't stand behind it. No, you don't. Yeah. And it's two big booms is all you hear. You hear a big-ass boom when it comes out of the front of that motherfucker. And you hear a big ass boom when it hits the tank. When it hits, when it hits what it's hitting, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. hits whatever it's hitting. Yeah, and it hit yeah. a tank. They had a tank out there. It was not even a hundred yards out. And that tank fucking rocked. I remember seeing that bitch just fucking rock like That's it was cool. like it was a boat in the ocean. That's cool. It was fucking fun. That's cool. Dude, basic. You know, mili- The military was fun. Like when I first got to basic and went through basic. And there's probably a lot of people that are listening that can say this too. You know, a lot of prior military or those that are in the military uh you know i i wasn't in there as long as some of the people were right you know i did basic and i did ait and you know medically i was i was done with my knee but um they going into the military i thought prisoners had more rights than i did right like i legit wanted to call my recruiter and tell him to go fuck himself in every which way possible right now I don't know how the military is now with all these little fucking kids. Like they get these stress card things now. I have no idea. I, I don't know. And I think we, we may have talked about it on the first episode or the the first episode with James uh, with these stress cards. I didn't get that shit. I got my head bounced off of a fucking car hood and my M sixteen jammed right into my fucking like my cheekbone in between my cheek and my nose. Right. And my drill instructor said, "Give me one good reason why I shouldn't kill you." That's and that was early 2000s when that happened.
0: Early, early. I think it was like 04. Well, if you, I mean, if if you think about that, bro, I mean, you're, and I, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. The, I mean, the, the Navy tried to recruit me because of some fucking test I took or whatever. It doesn't matter. But, I mean, you think about that. I mean, our, we're, we're training young men, I mean, and, and women to, to go off and kill people, right? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, there's there's no room for sissy sassy bullshit. Political I mean, bullshit. There's you, not. You're you're gonna be put in a hole next to your brother, shooting at somebody that wants to kill you. Somebody that wants to fucking kill you. I mean, you you gotta harden the fuck up. You know.
1: Yeah, you gotta ruck the fuck up. Like that. That was my thing. Like when I like so when I went in to the military it was early oh. Three, because I graduated '02, I went in '04, I believe is when yeah '04 is when I went in the military. It was two years out of high school.
0: Right, so uh, so I mean you're you're no there. well no I
1: just turned twenty one so it was '05 when I went in. I just turned twenty one so it was 05. So
0: that's a few years into you know kicking uh, Afghanistan's ass. Yeah, yeah.
1: it Was, and. So I went, and that was my main reason to go in after 9/11 happened. I seriously watched the shock and awe campaign that Bush put on them motherfuckers. I watched, like, when I mean, I watched shock and awe. I could. There's probably a very small handful of people that watched it like I did. I literally, if I was, I was, I was just out of school when I was at work. I had a TV on watching it, and I was working at O'Reilly's at the time, right? Right. The auto parts store. And I was legit. Wa- that's all I did was watch the shock and awe campaign. And I was like, I want to go. And, and I have nothing against <laughs> Arabic people by any means. And I'll say this right now for what I'm going to say. My, my thing was being a dumbass little fucking kid. And I was stupid. And, and my father-in-law will even tell you. And a lot of people that knew me when I was younger will tell you. I was really dumb. But I was like, I want to go kill me a fucking towelhead. They want to fucking do that to our country. Fuck them. I want to kill every last one of them fucking Arabic motherfuckers. And then I actually, in AIT, um, it was in the middle of, of us over in Iraq and Afghanistan. And no, I, I never deployed. Um, we did have a group of um, Afghani soldiers that sure. were over here training sure. um, with us. And they their families were some of the coolest fucking people I ever met in my life. Oh, I'm sure did. like sure. some of the most laid back, coolest fucking people ever. So that's one thing that America gets wrong and a lot of people get wrong. It's not the Arabic nation or. So to speak, that it's it is the jihadists it's the taliban it's it's those that are going against that and they've been fighting that war for millions of years right or thousands of years hundreds of years whatever right it, well, it I, just, I came in with a shitty attitude into yeah. the, and and that was yeah. my downfall right that that was kind of my downfall going in cuz my main goal was to if you want to kill what i considered prior military my family is any american sure I'm coming to kill you. Right. And that wasn't the thing. Like literally they were on base and I wasn't plotting. Like, l- let me be very clear. I wasn't plotting in, in, when I was in the military, these people coming over to kill them. I didn't trust them. I was very, very sketch to work with them day to day. Um, and I, I, I rarely did. Right. Cause I'm in AIT. I rarely, rarely even seen them. But when I did, I was very sketched. Like right now I cannot have my back to a door here. I can, because I, I'm in a place I can trust. But, like in in a restaurant or anything. But to be very clear, I never wanted to wish death upon anyone after I learned, once I learned about
0: it. It's the, it's the typical thing that, that happens. I mean, and and it's one of the biggest problems with, with the way the media works. Right. So, I mean, and, I mean, and, uh, well, no, I'm not going down that road. Okay. So, the way that the, I mean, the media works, it's it's portraying this, this thing that happened, right? The towers fell, the planes flew into them, they were foreign-born people, they were from, you know, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, uh, Iraq, or wherever, the Middle East. And people get in their heads that, well, it's, what's this whole group of people? Well, yeah,
1: now it's all of them, not just it's all of like,
0: not just not just these tiny few radical crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. It's this whole group and the reality is is that majority of citizens of the fucking earth are not that much different than the rest of us. Exactly. We we want to I mean, we want to go to work. We want to come home, we want to provide for our family. We want to teach teach good values. We want to be respectful mm-hmm. to our fellow human being. I mean, and that's and that. That's the that's the sad thing. I mean, it's a, it's a great part of this country that we're you and I are allowed to do this, and we're we're not living under some crazy regime that that just controls your whole life on yeah. the, on everything that you do. I mean, th- my my point is is that <coughs> like I said, the the majority. Of people on on this planet, I truly believe they they only want one thing. They mm-hmm. just w- they want to live, be happy, catch a little entertainment, catch a little good time, and you know, live out their life and and pass something along that is positive.
1: Yeah, a value to yeah
0: a value to the rest of us.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like you know, you had a a a guy come over and we kind of had a little spat at the old house
0: well sure I mean but I mean but it's but but it's the the perfect example of him is is being caught up in to the bullshit of what's there of what I mean it was he was that that particular individual was caught up in the in the Q um phenomenon or whatever it's called phenomenon the Q phenomenon whatever you want to call it that that (coughs) military folks are are there fighting for the wrong reason and i I don't believe that i'm not a military guy my my true belief is that you're there i mean initially you go in for a reason whether it's revenge education or you've just fucked up bad enough to go in or, or, or it's a career thing and at the end, at the end of when you come out of a situation like that, you're you were there to fight next to your brothers. You yeah. you made a brother while you were there, and that that's who you're protecting. This this huge big picture overhanging cloud of of the military industrial complex, or a fucking dog is gonna die. You guys can hear that. I know you can. Yeah. I love that dog. And she just interrupted my train of thought. So, the, th- the theory of, th- you know, you got this, you got this overseer, which that's yeah. that's where he was. We got this overseer brainwashing everybody. Yeah, exactly. To go fight, you're you're not fighting. You're you're fighting for, you know, you're fighting for the government, the man. For your, you're not fighting not for, for the man. No, you're not. You're not fighting for the man. That's you're, where I lost my shit. You're fighting. Yeah, <laughs> so you everybody did lose knows. Your fucking shit. You're fighting for for the guy next to you. Yeah. I wasn't That's what you're fighting for.
1: <clears throat> and I never I never deployed like I said, but I want to put his teeth in the back of his mouth. Like I have friends that have fought and I had family members that have fought for this country. We don't fight for the government's sake. We fight for our brothers and sisters that are there, but
0: and, Yeah, it's and your brothers and sisters that are that are that are landlocked like me. I didn't go. Yeah. I didn't go to the military. Yeah, I'm, I'm fighting too, for everybody I'm here. too fucking old to go now anyways. But, I mean, you, you truly... You, I'm fighting for that flag. You truly believe that you're fighting for what this country was founded on. This country was Absolutely. founded on freedom, democracy, and it, it's all fucked up now. You and I yeah, both know that it's all fucking fucked up now.
1: And that's a rabbit hole. We could kill the whole three thing. or four hours on Easily. But... <clears throat> The big thing, yeah, I went in two reasons. I wanted to better my family. I wasn't, I didn't have really a lot of options. Yeah, I could have played golf and I fucked that up. Could have played soccer because my knee and and stuff didn't do it. But I went into the military. It it was that. And I kind of wanted some revenge because I felt like, you know, not a lot of people go and do that. And I wanted to fight for the people that were here that didn't have that say so in it. But yeah, you know, I love everybody, the military. Um, Again, episode one, um, we had an amazing, an amazing story with with with, with Mr. Brian on there, um, yeah, yeah. with Mr. James Brian. So amazing to hear his story from the Vietnam era, and you know, again, yeah, I never deployed, but I mean, those are the heroes; those are the people that I look up.
0: To. I mean, he didn't he didn't talk about it, but you and I both know. I mean, he didn't talk about that much, but you and I both know that when when those those guys came home, I mean, they, they were fucking, they were ridiculed they were and spit on. on. I mean, it was a yeah. it was a bad situation for those they guys. They were treated
1: like shit.
0: Treated like shit. And I mean, all the... <clears throat> he didn't all choose the, to do it. All they were doing was two things. One, following orders and fighting for the fucking dude next to him. I mean, he tells a fucking it, amazing yeah. story of fighting it, for the fucking dude and, next and, to him.
1: And... And to bring their ass home safely so you can your see their loved ones. So and they came home ones. to these, you know, to everybody, you know. Yeah, you could say to the hippie group or whatever that's like, oh, you know, you're doing this. Or, you know, why are you, you know, you're fighting a fight you didn't need to be in. He, a lot of those guys that went in didn't have the choice. They, they did like, the When you no. turn 18, everybody still to this day, I believe, as soon as you turn 18, you sign up for selective service. Every i one, had to do
0: it every i did yeah you had every to sign up for did.
1: select service so if shit happens like world war three guess what your yeah. ass is going your ass is going if i need you you're going now yeah granted if you're too old or this or that or have a debilitating cause because of you know in between the time you sign up for 18 now you can't actually go but it was amazing to hear that story sure and if you guys didn't get to hear it go back and listen because it's, worth, it's amazing it's to fucking to. hear that guy and god we're gonna have we're gonna have him on again i want to get deeper into that story with that guy but moving on to close this we've been on here a bit but let's just touch to give them a little bit of insight of what the next one will be <laughs> you know i i kind of think we can have i have somebody that i'd like to interview um for our next podcast, but let's touch a little bit. I think we could touch space and politics with them. So let's touch. I I, I wanted to, when we got here and we went down a rabbit hole again, we do that all the time. Right. But let's touch that real quick as we're going out.
0: Politics and uh, aliens. Okay. That's, that's what I brought up to bring back after the break. And then we started talking about fucking football. (laughs) So, So I believe that the whole, the whole thing is, is, Way more intertwined than any of us know. So, uh, and there's more and more coming out all the time, and it, and, and they
1: did just release a lot of stuff and was might told be, it might from be Congress.
0: Bullshit. It might be bullshit.
1: And the Congress did have have the government and military release a lot of stuff on aliens. Have you looked into that? Mm-hmm. I haven't.
0: The I mean, the thing that makes me question that. Specifically, is uh, is it is it Bluebeam Project Bluebeam, back back in the '40s and '50s. Mm-hmm. They're just over it. I mean, the guy was specifically sent out to discount everything. So if it's just a reverse sign of that, I mean, maybe it's not all real. I mean, I I personally I believe because I understand a lot about science and the way shit actually fucking works, down to the tiniest to the biggest that they're, they are out there. There's oh, yeah. there's no doubt that they are or they aren't. I mean, there's no doubt to me that it is happening somewhere.
1: And, you know, I've met a lot of people that 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 I ask, and, and I always love asking this question. I don't have to ask you. I mean, you know, when I first met you or whatever, I asked you this. But was, do you believe that life exists outside of Earth?
0: There's no doubt. Man.
1: So I've asked people that same thing. It's amazing the answers that the you get. Answers I've, the answers I've gotten, I've gotten from people. No. I mean, just and I'm and like, how? I, that's all I ask after that. Um, they say no. I say, do you believe life exists outside Earth? And, and I had that same <laughs> conversation with that guy that I lost my shit on. Do you believe life exists outside of Earth? And when I get the no, I say, why?
0: I don't know. So I say, I, why? I, you can't. Why? I don't know how you can physically fathom that, fathom that there's not. Because
1: you have to look at it like this. The, what we know. We know more about space than we know about our
0: own oceans, right? That's likely.:
1: We true. haven't explored and, and, and I've looked it up, and I even looked it up when I was in Florida. so I was in Florida, and that was one thing that I want to bring up on a podcast, and I think we should do it on the next one, or, or it'll come up. Was I was sitting out there right at night, close to night, close to nightfall, Mm -hmm. Panama City Beach, Mm -hmm. about fucking 60, 70 yards off the fucking coast, like literally off the shore, like way out there where in the the water, in the water, in the water. Yeah. Like where we were when we were on Shell Island, when we went out there and we were just amazed by what we were looking at. Like legit, the sun's going down. You see nothing but stars and you're looking in front of you, you know there is a shelf that drops at, I don't know, is it another 100 fucking yards? Is another fucking, Is it a mile and a half out? Yeah, it's further than where we were it's standing, not of that, course.
0: It's not that far.
1: But my big thing is, like, it's so amazing to know that there is stuff. It, it, m- my thing to the people that say that there's not life outside of Earth the only thing I say, and no, I'm not a scientist.
0: There's there's fucking life here that we don't, we know don't even and that's, know about. Exactly,
1: yeah. that was my point. Because when we were sitting out there on Shell Island in Panama City Beach, relaxing, you know, that that was the question that came up. We both pretty much said at the same time,
0: we were in a fucking bay. We were we were, we're in we're, the bay in the bay. Not well,
1: not, no. We were on we, we were on the outside. Because remember, when we, when we went with my brother-in-law and them, we walked across When we, and we, when were, we crossed it, sure, yeah. sure. And we, 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 we were went. sitting out there, and you could see your feet or whatever, and mm-hmm. we were shouldered back. Crystal, crystal clear, crystal clear,
0: beautiful, beautiful but water, yeah.
1: The crazy thing is, we both almost came up with this the same time, was there is life inside this water nobody's ever seen. Sure. So how can you tell me definitively, definitively, that there is not life outside of Earth.
0: Devil's advocate.
1: Even if it's on a molecular level. When and, and I'm not even going to go down this we, rabbit we hole right no, now.
0: We don't have time. For we don't have time. Advocate.
1: I will go down in a rabbit hole. And I, even scientists, bring a scientist on. I don't care. I want to shoot holes in it. Because you cannot definitively tell me there's not life outside of Earth.
0: When All, all of them. All, on a molecular all, level. All of them say it. Even on a, well, it's, yeah, on a molecular level. I mean, there's, what what are the little fucking uh, uh, panda bear looking tartarites, tannerites, tudorites,
1: Tannerite is something you blow up. Tannerite something
0: you blow up. But I- anyways, I mean, th- they found them in space. I mean, there there's no doubt. I mean, I'm sure that they're, I'm sure that there's actually living life on Mars, if, if you talk about the uh, molecular level, as you say, you know, back, bacteria, I mean, for surely fucking viruses. I mean, they've
1: found stuff outside of Earth that can sustain human life. It's the building blocks for human life. That's the thing. When you find that, I'm not saying you're going to find an alien That that America knows um you know we could go into bob lazar's thing and and, and again that's something we we should do that on the next podcast we should bring this up on the next podcast and just talk about that specifically i think the viewers would love it because you know yeah bob lazar was on joe rogan um not sponsored by him by any means but go listen to that one like talking about the grays and coming from you know the um
0: Element one fifteen, bro.
1: Well, well element one fifteen was is the fuel that they use oh, yeah. to be able to. But what star? What star system was I just had and I about said it. It's uh, Zeta. The Reticulum. Zeta Reticuli. <laughs> yeah. So the Zeta Reticuli star system that, that they say the Greys came from is what the, is the aliens that the Americans know and love. Right, that that we know about, well, but sure. I, I'm, uh, when I say there's life outside of Mars, it's not, or sorry, not Mars, but there's life outside of Earth. I'm not saying it's life as in humans, but if you want to be very technical, there is life outside of Earth. We're oh, on right. the fucking International Space Station right, above the Kremlin right line. I mean, yeah, there you, you want, go, motherfucker. <laughs> funny, funny, <laughs>
0: sp- funny story to, to close us out. So, so every every now and then, I mean, I'm at work. I'm typically just working. I got this. I got this guy that I hired. This and that, and I've been I've been feeding him information, and the dude is fucking pumped. He'd be a good guy just to come in here and talk to, because he's because he's all over the fucking place, just like we are. I've got him. Yeah, hooked. sorry. Go ahead. I've got him hooked on, uh, Lazar videos. I was like, dude, did you watch it? Did you watch the interview with Rogan? He's like, you are not lying. That shit's crazy. I was like, yeah, it fucking is. I said, well go go look at this. Go I told him to go watch Fravor. Watch watch the Fravor interview, you know. So <coughs> as we are winding this bitch down. This bitch down. Next time, cool cats and kittens. Oh Jesus Christ.
1: You had to fucking <laughs> say that didn't
0: you? <laughs> I'm just trying to break the tension. Just break the tension, so I mean, I think we're going to wrap this shit up. We're gonna talk some more next time i mean brother it's it's good to see you
1: it's good hang on just a second before we what wrap you, this what thing do you down. fucking do it so Lab Padre just put out uh, three minutes ago um I think a plane it looks like it's off the coast uh exploded
0: in midair midair. Off the coast of the United States. Yes, and I'm. I mean, this is this is breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking. Mean,
1: I, I think it did, like it. I don't think it did. Oh, you think it's bullshit. I think. I, well, it. So if you look, and and that's the reason I was like, oh shit. So. Oh, hang on. Let me go over here. I'm gonna. I, I just. I, it, it may have been something to close, but.
0: We're killing the end of this one. No, That's sorry. Slowly, it, it was crazy. Slowly dying. We're just slowly dying. Fuck. I wish I could find it. Ah. Tick, talk.
1: Tick, talk. Anyways, whatever. Fuck off. I couldn't find it. It looked like a plane exploded. So that's why I was kind of like looking at it. that's why I kind of went like ghost on you this last fucking 30 seconds. Right, right. I mean I
0: was I was talking to myself, it almost got weird.
1: Oh. Did <clears> you answer yourself? Not yet, but you're getting close.
0: I have. Yeah, sorry.
1: But yeah, I think on the next one that's what we need to talk about. So on the next one, let's let's go into the space thing. Let's yeah, go down a rabbit hole of space if we don't get a <laughs> interview, which I think we can get plenty of them. I have Plenty of ideas. I have two um, to to bring people on to talk one, to. Him. If one not, is
0: a, one is an actual actress.
1: Really? Yeah, that'd be really cool. She's a we cool need to chick. Do we need to do it. Cool sit chick. Sit on the next one, Friday. Try to try to get that set up. If not, and we don't get any anybody for the for the next one, let's go down the rabbit hole of space.
0: Right on, right on, motherfuckers. We're out I of love here. Love you, brother. Love you too. Cheers you empty fucking, fucking god, god damn that's why? i do that every <clears throat> fucking time this is why i got two. and you asked we went me to beer and, you, and, you, and asked you asked
1: me you said do you need another? i said no this one will last no i'm good Fuck. i'm
0: good fucked up all right motherfuckers patient zero Everything patient fucking zero starts here and it works out from there that's how a patient zero works you are the number one absolute first guy infected So get infected, motherfuckers. See you later.